I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. The 
you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. One, two, three.
living in hell They say my lifestyle Is bad for my health It's the only thing That seems to help All of his drinking and smoking Feel like it's all that I need Something inside of me's broken I hold on to anything that sets me free I'm a lost cause Baby, don't waste your time on me I'm so damaged beyond repair Life has shattered my hopes and my dreams I'm a lost cause Baby, don't waste your time on me I'm so damaged beyond repair Life has shattered my hopes and my dreams to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What up, fuckers? I'm back to being V. Lynn today. Fucking nutty day. Mm-hmm. Are you back to being V. Lynn? Yeah, I remember yesterday I was Moda. Yeah, you were. You were. You're right. I was very Moda yesterday. Very yes, you were. Yes, very true, very true. Good uh, to hear that buddy wife's up moving around deaf. Good yes. to hear. Good to hear. And it sucks to hear, Genesevi. If it's not one thing, it's a motherfucking other. I'm telling you every fucking time. It doesn't matter. I don't know what's wrong with my coffee. It's very weak. 
don't know why. Well, that sounds like a you problem. It is a me problem. A, a complete you problem. Considering is. you were the one that made it. So I did. Maybe you just didn't. I'm enough. pitching it myself. Yes. Yes. So keep that there. I will. Outstanding. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Thankfully, I really just use coffee as a vehicle for my creamer that I make myself. I was so about to say, you know, there's not much coffee in really that matter. fucking cup. It's, it's mostly chocolate and caramel. And some I was about to say. Cream, whipping cream. You know, It's the way that you can get more sugar in a drink than there's humanly not possible. Not that much sugar in it, actually. I mean, there's no... There's just, except for the chocolate sauce and the caramel, there are not much sugar. <laughs> well, except for all the sugar that I added to it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't actually put any sugar in there, just chocolate and caramel sauce. Did you add Red Bull? No, me add Red Bull. Ooh, you gotta add Red Bull. Good job. Thank you. See? Add the Red Pill Project. Yay! There we go. Welcome back, fuckers. Mick already did the intro, but <laughs> we almost forgot about you. I apologize. I remembered, though. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Anyway. Anyway. I actually, I feel like a big weight is off my chest because I sat down in front of the computer today, which, you know, I, I fucking hate. I spend way too much time in front of this computer for being a farmer. So, <laughs> Oh, is that your now new job title? I mean, no. I, it's, you haven't you know, registered that yet with the I'm, county, have you? I'm, no, I'm a, podca I'm a podcaster. So, you know, I spend too much time in front of the computer. But um, I sat down and I, I uh, took pictures of all of the documents from the whole court debacle and i emailed them all to the county clerk and i asked her to change the court date and i'm waiting a response there you go but once again it's out of my hands Fuck up. so there we go i'm going hunting so guess what they've got to move it you have been your presence has been requested in north carolina to consult on a training matter with your old team that's correct Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we're doing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. No, no, today wasn't court drama, Griff. That's supposed to be December 7th. But today I sat down and emailed all the documentation there and like called a lawyer and blah, blah, blah. And Went blind on paperwork for two hours. I fucking hate paperwork. It's like three hours actually. It sucked. Because it was, I couldn't figure out her fucking email address. Anyway. Go figure. It was, yeah. Go figure. So. And uh, yeah. But other than that, so my day was kind of wasted on paperwork. But it's done. All right. Good stuff. Are we moving along here? No. 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 How Did was we, your day? It was boring. It was just a normal day. A lot of running around, stupid shit. Just a normal day. Stupid shit. You know how it is. There are no more normal days. No. Yeah. This was. Okay. Of, of sorts. Sort of. Although... Um, there's a lot of crap that came out over the weekend. I, I guess maybe yeah. we start first with poll numbers because I think that's the most important place to start. Because you all know what I think about polls. I fucking hate them. I think they're stupid. And I only got polled like twice in the last fucking two elections. And I've been alive for fucking how many years? How many years have you fuckers been alive and never been polled? There's a lot of Americans that have never been polled. It's like they poll the same Americans over and over again. Polled. Anyway, maybe poll numbers. Once. Poll numbers dropped this weekend, and there is a whole lot of skedaddling on the Democrat side. Um, Democrats are jumping shift, ship, shift. Uh, you could say shift. Shift is right. Defense. Can you? Ah. Sorry. Go ahead. So Democrats have been jumping shift uh, left, right, and center for the last uh, 48 hours now. Um, I got a feeling there's already a deal worked out. So if you all. Biden is going to end up walking into a police station in cuffs. 
um, go ahead and get the crack that you have. Let's share it amongst everybody in the family, because I think we all need to suck on a glass dick for just a minute. That is not going to happen. Joe Biden has already made a deal to ensure that he can pardon his family. Okay. This is what's going to happen. I'm telling you the future right now. Joe Biden is going to pardon himself, his son, and his family. Joe Biden then will gracefully exit stage. And the Democrats will, will give it to him. And what the Democrats are going to do is they're going to stop. They're going to stop going after him. They're going to tell the press to back the fuck off. And all of a sudden, all of the press will shift all of their fangs to one Donald J. Trump. I mean, they're already in Donald Trump. I mean, yeah, it'll be worse. How worse? How much worse? I don't know. But they've already made a deal. The problem is, is that the poll numbers came out. Can you do me a favor? Bring up like that first is like the first. There you go. Bring that right up. Boom. Stick that up there. And this is from Politico, mind you. So this didn't come from some right leaning news source. No, this came from a left wing news organization that gives out the daily marching orders to all the DNC rats. Okay, look at this. Donald Trump beats these bitches handily. In each category, in a head-to-head matchup against Joe Biden, he won in respondent report reported numbers, 292 to 246. In against Kamala Harris, 311 to 227. And against Gavin Newsom, 319 to 219. Well, what does this mean? Well, this means... That RFK is doing exactly what I told you all RFK was going to do. RFK was going to steal votes, not from Donald Trump. I don't know of one single Donald Trump person that's out there that said, you know what? I'm voting for RFK tomorrow. I'm all on board. Let's get on the RFK Trump train. No, no. They're on the Trump train and that's it. I ain't heard a single Trump Trump fan jump train yet. Nobody's jumped to RFK, but a whole lot of leftists left the Democrat Party. And that's what you're seeing right here. Which I almost am starting to think was on purpose because RFK has started to come out as more and more left leaning. Oh, yeah. I told you. Weeks. Who Since can call went, it, folks? All right. When he was. You, I, when I think he was, when I he deserve was running, an attaboy here. You do. When he was running as a Democrat. Good job, babe. I'm proud of you. When he was running as a Democrat. He had very Republican views, very conservative, or he spouted very conservative views. Yep. But then when he flipped to run as an independent, all of a sudden. Everything went left. He's left again. <laughs> Hard left. So. Yeah, he is not the answer. I, I'm not sure Trump is, but mm-hmm. he is not the answer. And not a single one of these fuck sticks on this screen are the fucking answer. Uh, Slapsky, I'm glad to see you in here. I saw your comment on Rumble. Um, the song I play at the end of the good book is Struggle Jennings and Caitlin Curtis. God, we need you now. That's the closing song. Yeah. So anyway, so those all came out. So I'm pretty sure there's already a deal for um, Joe. Now, there's one face that was not on that sheet. Well, hold on. Here's here's one. This is from Axios. You want this one, too? Yes. 
Because this is just in specific in the, the breakaway states that happened in 2020, where supposedly Joe Biden won. This is more evidence right here. So Nevada, Biden won Nevada in 2020. Like 48 to, no, yeah, well, supposedly he did. If you believe any of that, Biden won Nevada. Um, he also won Georgia. He also won Arizona, Michigan, and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. In all of those states right now, except for Wisconsin, Biden is trailing Trump. They are fucking scared, folks. They are scared because you know what they know? We're coming. We're right behind them. We're going to be right there stomping down their fucking doors. No, 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 not this time. You ain't fucking cheating this time. What? And to boot, if you don't believe me that they're scared, hold on, take this down and bring up Jen. Oh, fucking, we haven't heard from her in a hot minute. Go bring up his Nazi. Cause we got to We got to get her in here because this, this plays right into it. This is all part of it. In case you missed it this weekend, because I know you guys don't watch Piz Nazi or Peppermint Patty as much as you'd love to. She was on this weekend talking about how Trump was at the UFC fight. Well, she had her own show on MSNBC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, this, this was outstanding. Okay. Enjoy this. This is my gift to you. A little, you know, you missed her. Yeah, I you know, know you, you missed her. I know every single one of you missed her. And yet. The hand-wringing and cocktail party speculation about an alternative to Joe Biden is continuing, will continue. Guess what? Joe Biden isn't perfect. No candidate is, by the way. But we have to understand what the alternative is here. If elected to a second term, Donald Trump would prosecute anyone he deems an enemy, unleash troops on protesters, and essentially unravel the rule of law as we know it. And this time, he plans to align his administration with people who will actually help him do it. But sure, Joe Biden is three years older and occasionally trips over things. Look, there's a lot to be concerned about right now when it comes to a second Trump term. The speeches are getting much more disturbing and much more unhinged, and we should all hear it that way. And yet, wait, wait, the hand-wringing wait, 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 wait a minute there, Jen Piznazi. Really quick, because you're a retard, isn't the same thing that Joe Biden is doing to his political rivals, the same thing you're accusing, because normally yeah. what you've done in the past is you've accused, you accused Donald Trump when he became president, that that was it. It was the end of the world. Everything was going to go upside down. And instead we, we went forward. Instead we had a, it was a great administration. And yet here we are. And you're saying that this is going to be the end of it. He's going to go after. I mean, the rule of yeah. law, as we know it, is already uh, the rule of law, as we know it now. We don't like when, when you when you spied against Donald Trump, when you prosecuted Donald Trump for the Russia gate, PP gate, grab him by the pussy gate. Which gate do you want to go to? We've got numbers of them. yet. You did that. And you thought nothing of it. You didn't think it would even do anything. You thought, oh, well, this will destroy Donald Trump. Well, now Donald Trump's going to win. Oh, fuck. Y'all better start finding another job. Because if this is true, this time, hey, let's not fuck around. Seriously, Trump, if you're going to do it, you better put all of these sons. We're tired of hearing the excuses about why you can't. I want to hear why you can. 
start putting these motherfuckers in jail or you better start looking for another job too because we ain't voting for you well you we don't have to vote for you again but we won't vote for anybody you stand behind start locking these motherfuckers up and i mean now or you're going to have a problem with the people of america because this is some bullshit we've already been put through the ringer enough we don't need any more well Oh, and voter fraud is a real thing, too. We have, to, we have to get a new conspiracy theory, by the way. I know. You all have to come up with something for us. Because uh, all the other ones have come in true. We proved that years ago, though. I don't know. Yeah, but now they're actually talking about it. Well, we'll get to Clarence Thomas potentially overturning <laughs> the 2020 election here yeah. in a minute. <laughs> okay, good. This is fun. This is just for fun. This is the, the what, the Vegas Knights? Yeah, the Vegas Knights. The ones that, that I didn't get to see because I was fucking sick as a yes. dog when we went out to These Vegas the guys to see them. Maybe you shouldn't have gone to see them because maybe they wouldn't have won Lord Stanley's Cup. Maybe. Here you go. Um, we were all excited to come to the White House uh, to meet with the president. Um, then we get here and um, uh, they roll out uh, this worthless piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, I guess we'll have to come back ne next year to meet with uh, the real president, President Donald J. Trump. Oh, and uh, one last thing. Um, fuck Joe Biden. Thank you. <laughs> did that. Damn, the Knights are savage. I did not, I, I like I the did Vegas not know Knights. Trump did that. I like the Vegas Knights, but I didn't know they were that savage. That's Holy shit. That is wow. seriously funny. Okay, so... Um, now, let's stick on with elections here. This is in uh, Fulton County, folks. This is in Fulton County, Georgia. This, hey, listen, this all kind of connects. And I, I want to get to this. So just wait, I'm bringing that up. Because did you all notice that all of a sudden they started cutting these plea deals? For, for like misdemeanors that don't mean shit. Like they did it with Sydney What's Her Nuts and the other dude. Sydney Powell and Jenna Ellis. Yeah, they, and, they cut mm -hmm. misdemeanor deals. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know why? Because they have no evidence. Well, what happens? The evidence is going the other way. It's going for Trump. If which, if you go, yes. if you plead not guilty, right? What does that open you up to? Discovery. Yep. Well, with discovery, you would find out they don't have any evidence. So, really, what's going on is Sidney Powell and these other bitches that are taking these misdemeanors are being bitches. Yeah. Because when you've got lawyers dropping out of the case because that they know that the, the ballots have been corrupted and they can see that the ballot, they have two attorneys from the state prosecutor's office that asked to be removed. Why? And two criminal defense, high powered criminal defense attorneys have also asked to be removed from the case. Why? Because I'm just wondering, Oh, and then you have the missing Fulton County, Fulton County's own election commissioner, Getting videotaped well, doing this. County commissioner. No, she's a uh, election commissioner. Um, she's a county election commissioner. Go look up the freaking okay. thing. All right, all right. You need to stop. Felicia. You're going to make it worse than what it needs to be. Felicia. Get him out my face. I don't give a f Get him out my face. You better. <laughs> This is a 54-year-old political person for Fulton County. Come on, let's try. For Fulton County, Mike. Get him up, 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 get him up,
As long as nothing okay, I'm is... right here. I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. Not going what happened? Out. She's spinning up. She's throwing up. I don't leave it. I'm not leaving you. I'm not going anywhere. Eel butt. No. No, what? she's not. He's not making it worse. He's trying. We're all trying to help, baby. Felicia. Honey, you fell down. You fell down. We want to make sure that you're okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. We gotta make sure you're okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. Felicia, this is After a bit more screaming, the wind seems to go out of Felicia's sails. At least for now. Perhaps exhaustion is catching up to her. Even on the verge of sleep, however, she still manages to behave defiantly. Don't be like that. He's trying to help you out. Why are you going to do that to me? I've been trying to help you out, too. It's not very nice. Oh, Ma'am? Okay. And tell her what? You're going you want me to tell me. Patty that? The lady that was just in here trying to calm you down and help you out? Get him on my face! You want to get him on my face! Ma'am, you're about you, to go to jail. I don't give a f Get him on my face! Yeah, you, do. you get him on nope, my nope, face! Let this go. You get him off my face. You did not handle this properly. Is there any way you like to go to the hospital? Because the jail won't take you this drunk. I'm not that drunk. You can take me to the hospital. Get him off my face. 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 You call my father, you call anybody, but get him out of my face. All right, we got you. All right, so go back, bring that down so everybody else can read it too. Make it a normal screen. So just, yep. Go up top. Justin, Georgia County Commissioner Felicia Franklin is found passed out drunk in the street, sitting in her own urine, according to police body cam footage. Franklin now claims she was drugged despite a toxicology report that does not support her claim. This just happened this fucking weekend. And it wasn't even Savannah on St. Patrick's Day, because that's kind of normal then, but... Holy shit. All I can say is I wanted to play that. I want that out there. I want it recorded because I want every she's a Democrat. That's how Democrats act when they get arrested. Yeah. Well, when they get passed out drunk. Uh, hold on. Here's more. Oh, she was found passed out outside a 404 sports bar and grill in Morrow, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Get him out of my face. Okay. Uh -huh. Sure. So well, let's see. Let's see how this works out for you. Oh, and by, oh, go back to that one. That one's a good one. Kathy Herschel. Hey, this is for you New Yorkers, by the way. If I've got, if I got a bunch of New Yorkers in here watching, you might want to watch what you say on social media. Why do I say that? Get ready for your first amendment right to get fucked right in the ass. Cause that's what's about to happen. Remember, Watch this. 2A protects 1A when you get rid of 2A, 1A is right behind it. Also, we're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms and 
we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on, on online platforms. Our media analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch. Dude, is she having a fucking stroke? Like I, I, I she's was, got serious I, Pfizer eye going on I there. Was, look, I was restraining myself from stopping it so I could let her talk. You're the one that stopped it. I just want to let you, I want to bring that to but your attention. Seriously, y'all see her eye? Like it's like. Oh, she's got, she's having problems picking up that left serious eye. serious Pfizer eye. Incitement to violence, direct threats to others. And all this is in response to our desire, our strong commitment to ensure that not only do New Yorkers be safe, but they also feel safe. Because personal security is about everything for them. As I said, no one walking down the street or in a subway should feel they have to find to hide any indications of what their religious beliefs are. We expect to see people celebrating their lives walking about freely. And that is no longer the case because people are living in fear. They have a right to do whatever they want here in the state of New York. Except like oh, do hold anything on. they want. Go, go back, go bring that back. Bring that back to the O under hotel. Right there. Start that again, right there. But on, on online platforms, our media analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence. Pause. Direct okay. Whoa. Wait a minute. You have a media analysis unit? A social media analysis unit. Mm -hmm. uh, that sounds like Brown Shirt Brigade, folks. That's some scary shit. I don't, I don't care if they're going after Palestinians that are fucking saying that Israel, Israelis should die. I don't give a shit. It's immaterial. When you start, folk, look, we have seen, I, here, I'll give you a better example. I was a big proponent for the Patriot Act. I, I thought it did what it should do. Now, the problem with the Patriot Act is what? We're humans. You can't trust humans to only just look at one thing. No, they're going to look at everything. If they have the ability to do it, humans will look at everything. The Patriot Act subverted the First Amendment, subverted the third, second, third, and fourth amendments as well. And it did not give you the right to liberty, peace, or prosperity. When Kathy Holchul says, I have a social media unit, is that not just... Patriot Act on steroids? Look, Twitterfall, if you don't know what Twitterfall is, Twitterfall is a way that you can watch Twitter in kind of more of an algorithmic-based without sheet. Without having an account. No, you have to have an account. Twitterfall, you can highlight and you can go after certain tweets with certain words, certain names, certain stuff in it. So if you type in certain words on a certain watch list, you can go through and pull up everybody who's talking about it. And now you have all of those accounts on there as well. This is nothing different, folks. This is some scary shit, and it's going on right in New York. The enemy is already here. 
Part of the enemy is us. The other part of the enemy came across our southern border during the fucking reclamation of the Joe Biden Act. Well, they're still coming. But uh, is Soros a Jesuit? He's a Jew. He's Kazarian. Did you see the one this morning arresting folks for, for shoveling snow out of their driveways? I saw that. No, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to go look that one up. That's some craziness. So, um, since we're on governors of bullshit, ridiculous states. fucking states, California, you saw they cleaned up San Francisco. Yeah, they they cleaned it up for G's arrival. Exactly, and APAC. I know. Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. Oh, you were oh. talking about it. <laughs> oh, but so, it wasn't until APAC so, showed until until she's going to show up that you actually do something. So, until so, then, you were having conversations. Let me guess. You had 15 Zoom meetings a day, one every 30 minutes for 15 minutes at a time in between your vape breaks. <laughs> talking about it. Oh, yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what happened. Wait, wait, you're questioning it? You're doubting it? Oh, Who are you to doubt it? That's Gavin Newsom. You know what? Nothing makes any fucking sense. No, it sure doesn't. And we need to bring back insane asylums like ASAP. Here, here we go. Because this shit is bonkers. Comedy for you. Truth and comedy. Nothing makes fucking sense. Life makes no sense. You're on a planet right now. You think you're in America? Zoom out. <laughs> you're on a space rock floating in nothingness, infinite nothingness, and the infinite nothingness is expanding. That means endlessness is getting bigger. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> we all just act like it's normal. Like, oh, we're, everything's made of molecules. Okay. Got it. I'll never think about that again. I'm made of molecules. You're made of molecules. The air between us, it's all made of molecules. That makes no fucking sense. These molecules know they're molecules. These molecules are like, I'm Pete. That doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes fucking sense. Uh, yeah. Okay, so while we're in, nothing makes any fucking sense anymore. Mm -hmm. This was in the New York Post this morning. Woman threatened by homeless would-be mugger wishes hero vigilante gunman did not fire a weapon. I was terrified! The woman who is threatened by a homeless would-be mugger considered considers subway vigilante hero John Rout a hero, but wishes he tried to help without firing his gun. What? Bitch, you were about to be made a street pizza, and if this dude didn't open his open up with his fucking forty-five, you would have been. Anyway, speaking to the Post on the phone Friday, the forty-year-old woman who did not want to be identified recalled pure terror as she felt during Tuesday's ordeal in the city subway system, and she believes he uh, 
it has become increasingly unsafe for riders. One reason for the sketchy conditions underground, she said, is a lack of serious punishment for repeat offenders, such as the man who tried to rob her, who hang out, who always hangs out in subway stations. The woman's nightmarish scenario unfolded while trying to head back to her queen's home. She encountered Matthew Matthew Roche, a homeless 49-year-old who was allegedly harassing her for money. After he held open an emergency gate in the 49th Street station in Times Square, as she recalled, when she tried to walk through, he blocked her way and demanded money, according to the documents. I said, I'm not going to give him any money and kept walking. He followed me, kept demanding money from me. You don't want the money. I'm going to take your bag. I'm trying to walk away from him. But he was following me very close to woman. Roche. Who's a known, uh, who's known to police for pulling schemes and allegedly made moves to snatch her bag, uh, when wrote forty three whipped out a fire alarm and allegedly fired several rounds across the subway while warning the would be munger to leave the woman alone. Of course, I'm happy that the man tried to help me and that nobody was injured during the innocent, except the dude did die because he did get shot, but that was later on. Um, I didn't know people were carrying guns around the city. I understand why people do it now. But I wish I, I understand that it's for a means of protection, but I wish that he wouldn't have fired the gun. What? Foxhole's down. That's what I'm looking at. Yep. Well, nope, we're good. No, we're up. We're, we're back up, I guess. Anyway, um, he continued to say, "I give me money, give me money, the woman said. That's when Roll uh, wrote, allegedly shot him the second time, continuing to yell, get away from her. And Roll shot him, and apparently he died later on. He died in the hospital later on. It's immaterial. It's the whole point that the woman's carrying on. Well, why'd you shoot the gun? Bitch, if he didn't shoot the gun, you would be dead. Well. Or fucked or raped or whatever. She'd have been mugged anyway. She'd have had her bad bag taken away. But... This We've kid, lost our minds. We have this whole country. No, 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 no. Go, go to no, no. Pig vomit first. Go to pig vomit no, first. No, this is the kid no, in I Vegas. I don't want, even want to talk about this yet because this is going to send me down another. Don't even get me started on this just yet, please. Go to the other one. Go to pig vomit first. Because we really do need to bring back insane asylums and make them great again. Because this is the shit that's going on in our country. Is it here? Yeah, it's got to be. I saw you do it. I know. I thought it was further forward, though. Um, that was closer to the beginning, yeah. Because I've seen crazy shit before, but this is this is just this right there. This is fucking nuts. We have got to bring back insane asylums. There's there's no other answer for this. Watch this and tell me if you think this is sane. Is this same behavior from any normal human being? If your kid came home and did this, what would you do to him?
Okay, can we stop this? Yeah, go ahead. Because what I would do is I'd get a gun and I'd be like, well, if you're a pig, I guess I've got, got some bacon coming to me. I mean, there's... I'm dead serious. There's a benefit. What the fuck is wrong with you? There's a benefit to a mud bath, but not in a pig mask and not in a bathroom that small. Like, for fuck's sake, do it like normal people. Put the mud in a bathtub and lay no, it that way. what is wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Why do you think you're a pig? You want to be a pig? I'll make you a pig. They're retarded. They're entirely, they're just, they're, they're all, I. Oh my God. This is just like, I, like I said, bring a sane asylums back and make them great again because we need to. You can now go to your Vegas shit. Cause that's, that's not fun to talk about. And that's disgusting. And not. this, uh, you know what I would do if this were my kid. None of these kids would be alive. They would all be dead. They would have been dead so, the minute after I found out about this. Here's the backstory. This kid, um, this 17-year-old kid in Vegas, one of his, a white kid, although, you know, the news won't tell you they're not talking about this at all. Uh, one of his younger friends was getting bullied or smaller friends was getting bullied and he stepped in to try and stop it. And all these kids ganged up on him and they beat him to death. To death. Um, I can tell you right now, if I was the father and that was my kid, every one of those kids in that video would be dead right now. There is no, nope. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you, you take my kid's life. I'm going to take every single one of your kid's lives. Your kids will not live. You can call me a heartless bastard all you want, but I'll tell you what, the only way I'm going to fill that void that you just made in my life is by killing every single motherfucker that was involved in that. And that father, God bless you, sir, because you're a much more patient man than I am because I would have fucking murdered every single one of them. I don't give a shit where I would have watched him walk into school and shot him in school if I had to. Trust me, I'm a sick individual when it comes to that shit. Vengeance is a dish best served cold. And let me tell you something, you would re you would feel that only when the bullet pierced your skull. Because I'm sorry, you beat my kid because my kid fucking stepped in and tried to help somebody else out fuck you which our youngest one is known, for, known doing. for doing like when he was in kindergarten he's trying to break up the fight well he stepped in between a fifth grader and a sixth grader because the sixth grader was bullying the fifth grader he was fucking six years old and these kids are twice his size yep nope no killing every last single one of them mm -mm. nope we've lost our way. If, if you can't see that we've lost our way, we've lost our way. There's something, there is a big disconnect between home and the child you put on the street. Because if they act one way at home and then the second they walk out that door, they're a completely different person. They're not the same person. They're not real. You're not doing the right job. They should be the same way they are at home when they're out in public. They should be more scared of their parents than they should be of anybody else in this world.
And these kids lack that fear. There is no fear there whatsoever for adults or for their parents or parental units. That is an issue. Why does our stream keep going down on Foxhole? It's no good idea. on the Red Pill Project, but not on... That's so weird. I haven't been really checking it. I'll go and watch now because we're going to a longer clip. I'm going to take it out and try and put it back. Uh, of course, you are right when I'm trying to check well, it out. So now it's not going to do it. Well, hold on. well it's flipper, flickering, so it's doing something stupid. I don't know what the fuck it's doing. It was all over a nicotine patch I heard. Or oh, Jesus, that's fucking disgusting. That's even worse. Are you serious? We're that stupid that we're arguing over a fucking... We're going to beat a 17-year-old kid to death because of a fucking nicotine patch? That, that makes perfect sense. What world? Not mine. 17-year-old kid who's sticking up for one of his buddies... Over a nicotine patch? Well, unless you're uh, Joe Biden's granddaughter, that's pretty much what you can expect. But if you're Joe Biden's granddaughter, then the Secret Service will shoot people that fuck with you. Do you see live from the White House with what we know about Secret Service opening fire to protect President Biden's granddaughter? Peter? Yes, the carjacking and car stealing problem in Washington, D.C. has now extended to somebody with Secret Service protection. At 11.58 p.m. last night in Georgetown, which is about a mile and a half from where we're standing right now, uh, Secret Service officers who are assigned to protect Naomi Biden, that's President Biden's granddaughter, Hunter Biden's daughter, opened fire at three people who were trying to steal one of the Secret Service vehicles. We don't know exactly what kind of a car this was, but according to the Secret Service, who just sent us a statement, I, are you fucking kidding me right now? They were crime is so rampant in Washington, D.C. that they were trying to steal a secret. Look, folks, Secret Service vehicles are simple. Their plates stand out. They have two letters in the front of them that make them stand out. SS. No, it's not for. The Nazi SS. I mean, it kind of is, but okay. It's for the Secret Service. You mean to tell me two retarded kids went and tried to steal a Secret Service vehicle? Well, obviously they didn't know that because they couldn't read. <laughs> That's fucked up, bitch. Secret Service agents encountered possibly three individuals breaking a window on a parked and unoccupied government vehicle during the encounter a federal agent discharged a service weapon and it is believed no one was struck the offenders immediately fled the scene in a red vehicle and a regional lookout was issued to supporting units that means that somebody tried to steal a secret service car from the agents that were protecting the president's granddaughter and they got away they're still out there this morning back to you wow. <laughs> oh shit that is so funny Look, you fucking morons. He doesn't care. Neither do they. They're like, go away. <laughs> we can't get you anyway. Holy oh my shit, God, this that's is epic. So ridiculous. Epic. How worse can this get for this administration? I mean, it's, uh, you really want to know. Oh my God, this is so funny. 
how worse can it get for this administration? Oh, what a bunch of retards. Oh my God, this well, is so funny. Let's see. Um, I have an answer for that. Uh, it, it, this this can't be, this can't get any better. Here we go. On the inside with Jen Pisaki. Oh, you bring him back. Uh, dirty Mop, uh, no, not Dirty Moped. Sorry. Peppermint Patty or Piznazi. <clears throat> Piznazi. That is a Pez Nazi. She's yeah. a Pez dispenser with a Nazi yes. head. <laughs> Thought you'd like that. All right. You know, oh, with Jamie a Raskin. Jamie Raskin that'll, that'll, that'll make everything. Well, the, the role of the government in his view is to advance his political fortunes and destroy his political enemies. So what would a second term look like? It would look a lot like Vladimir Putin in Russia. It would look a lot like Viktor Orban in Hungary, illiberal democracy, meaning democracy without rights or liberties or respect for the uh, due process system, the rule of law. Well, the, the role of the government in... Well, uh, uh, Jamie, uh, hold on. Wait, wait, are you Victor talking... Orban in Hungary, is that the guy that Tucker just interviewed? Are, are you talking about... Is that that guy? Yeah, same dude. Um, are, are you talking about Trump or are you talking, talking about, about Biden? Trump. He's talking about no, Trump. No, I think but... he's talking about Biden because Biden's done that. Trump hasn't. But um, I mean, I got Trump say, hasn't done it. Trump hasn't done that. The people in Hungary are pretty happy and proud of their country. And what the hell is Jamie Raskin talking about? Well, Victor um, Orban. So he he really doesn't like Victor Orban. Apparently, apparently whatever not. whatever Victor Orban's done to Jamie Raskin, maybe Victor Orban gave Jamie Raskin cancer. How does hair grow back so fast? He never lost it. Oh, he just wore the do rag for exactly show? just for show because to, he to, to, because he had cancer. Exactly, I see. He never lost it. Everybody in Congress was saying talking about that. I see. She, he never lost his hair. He never a, a hair follicle never fell out. Nothing. Oh, really quick though, let's not forget about the doddering old fool that we currently still have in the White House because this was the disrespectful way in which he treated our veterans this weekend just in case you didn't see it this happened on saturday is this is kind of sad folks this is worse than kind of sad this is this is just utterly Folks, that's not even the worst part. The worst part of this is he had to be dragged to go get. I don't know why all the media cut that. They cut him. Bring us up. They cut him being dragged up there. To my, my I got home um, on Saturday from taking my youngest kid to get a haircut and uh, my hates. day off. And uh, so I took him out there to get his haircut when i got back my oldest son goes dad biden was just on tv i was like yeah and he goes biden had to be dragged up to move the wreath the wreath that they lay at the tomb of the unknowns on memorial day is walked up by the president of the united states on veterans day on veterans day okay. yeah whatever veterans day and they walk up they carry the he carries the wreath because it's from the president it's from the president in the country that's what it's supposed to be. And they walk up and they carry this <coughs> wreath. The president does and lays it at the tomb. 
Well, Biden apparently understand that in the car on the way over there, he gets briefed on all of this shit like 25 times. He can't remember. He forgot to grab the wreath and bring it to the tomb. They had to drag him by his coat sleeve to the wreath to grab the wreath. The soldiers did. These are enlisted guys. These are people like me going, what the fuck is wrong with you, retard? This is the simplest direction we could provide you. How much easier do we need to make it for you? And then they dragged him up there, put the wreath down. And then he stood there and he goes like a Roomba. He's sitting on a Roomba. I mean, the soldier held his hand out for him to shake it and he just turned no, away. He said, no, he said, go over there. He was telling them to go back to the order of March. He was showing him where to go because he's trying to tell him, hey, retard, go over there. He gave him the knife hand. Go over there. But we need four more years of this. Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah. I'd no, rather be here, shot here in the you, prick. Here you go. The president said nobody should have to work two jobs to stay out of poverty. This woman has three. Yes, 14 million jobs. But how many people have to work two of them to stay afloat? The Labor Department numbers came out for the third quarter. Nearly 8.4 million people in this country are working at least two jobs. That's the highest number since 2019. So when people are looking for that economic shift, they don't feel it. To that woman, you say what? Yeah, I'd say that that's precisely why we need another four years to continue to finish the job, right? Uh, I think it's important, too, that the president, of course, wants to get all of this done. But we have to be honest about the brick wall of MAGA extremism that we continue to run into when we're trying to get things done for the American people. Wait a minute. MAGA doesn't have control over anything but the Congress. What do you mean? Wait a minute. Wasn't it? It was the second half of D Donald Trump's first four years. He lost control of the house, right? Mm -hmm. hmm. He still got shit done. Hmm. It's weird that Joe Biden can't seem to get anything done, even though Joe Biden's lacking that other side of the house. Weird. Well, that's because it's, I mean, this is what he has to work with. Well, that's the Senate. That's not the house. I know. Well, he doesn't have control of the house. He has control of the Senate. And, I know, but and, the Senate's not doing go. anything either. Well, yeah, except freezing. What am I talking about? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, what am I doing? Where am I? Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? Yeah, I heard it. I don't know how to answer. I'm not. Right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Yeah. He's he, having a CIA again. Dude, he is straight up. That motherfucker's had so many, er, so many fucking strokes. It's not even funny. Look at his hands. Look at his hands. He doesn't know where he is he or what's going nothing. on. I'm okay. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, okay. Dude, Somebody this else is have a question? this is wrong. This is that that's wrong. You can't do that to old people. That's fucked up. It'd be like sticking me out there when I'm 80. I can't remember my own name. I don't even know what my underwear says anymore. I mean, come on. That's fucked up. You can't do Mitch McConnell needs to get the fuck out of office, just like the rest of these old fucks. We need to look. Just, I know I I can't I can't say anything because I haven't stood up and run for office, but somebody's got to because we got to get some normal people there. I have too many skeletons in my closet. I never make it. Well, I've done too much fucked up shit. 
so, you know, the Biden administration isn't only weaponizing the Department of Justice against the MAGA extremists. Oh, who else? But against anybody that bucks against them, even the littlest bit, even their own. Oh, oh you mean Eric Adams? I do mean Eric oh. Adams. <laughs> I got a story. Oh, this is great. <laughs> New York City Mayor Eric Adams is accusing the FBI of leaking information from its investigations into his campaign financing. This comes after a federal official seized his cell phones and iPads as part of a larger corruption probe into foreign funds. The FBI is looking into whether the mayor improperly weighed in on permits for the Turkish consulate building in the city. Adams has denied any wrongdoing in this investigation. CBS News New York political reporter Marcia Kramer has been following the investigation and she joins us now here in Studio 57. It's always great to have you. Thanks Thank for being here. Thank you so here. much for having me, Meg. Where does this investigation stand right now? Right now we have a situation where they have his iPads and they have a series of exchanges, text exchanges from the Turkish consulate to him and then to the mayor, to the fire, fire commissioner. What the FBI is trying to determine is whether he fast-tracked the approval of a certificate of occupancy that would allow the Turkish consulate to open. But right now, what I'm told by my sources is that he never responded to the text he got from the consul general. Instead, he forwarded it to the then fire commissioner, Dan Nigro, who then responded to him saying after a few days, they will get their certificate of occupancy. So that's where the investigation stands now. As you know, prior to that, they raided the home of his chief financer, finance campaign chairman, uh, uh, Brianna Suggs. And let's go back to that, because that happened on November 2nd, and that's when all of this started to pick up steam. Mayor Adams was in Washington, D.C., about to meet with the White House over the migrant crisis here, and then he rushed back during this raid. So walk us through that and why that's important. Well, the, the truth is that nobody knows exactly why he came back, but the optics of it were really terrible. He was in Washington to try to get money from the White House to help him with the migrant problem, a problem that he said could destroy the city. Since the, the meeting was scheduled for 9 o'clock and the press conference was scheduled for 9.45, he could have waited. And rushing back gave the impression that something else was wrong. It was bad optics. But he says that's part of his leadership. You know, he likes to be on the ground, know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. So Mayor Adams had his phone seized by the FBI, a federal agency investigating whether the 2021 campaign conspired with a foreign government for profit. Weird. We've heard that before. In addition to taking it. Oh, wait, Mick, where, where we heard? Oh, they, they initially accused Trump of that. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. 2016, if you remember the initial allegations against Trump, it wasn't about the Russians colluding. It was that that Trump took money from the Russians and then it became about collusion hmm, because they couldn't prove the money. Oh, in addition to taking at least two cell phones belonging to the mayor, federal agents also retrieved his iPad and sources said news of the confiscation came just days after the FBI raided the home of Adams chief fundraiser.
On November 2nd, agencies, two laptop computers, three iPhones, and a manila folder labeled the mayor's name from the home of the chief fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, according to the Times. Um, she's not spoken publicly about the raid. News of the raid prompted Adams to abruptly return to New York City. He was going down to Washington, D.C. to talk to the president about how all of the migrants were killing New York City. And it's like they turned around and they said, well, fuck you. We're going to eat you, too. Well, they are. They are. They're going after him. The illegal FBI, the, the FBI we don't trust. We've all come to say, you know what? You're all a fucking bunch of jokes is now going after their own. Didn't I tell you they would eat their own eventually? Yeah. They're eating their own. They are. It's coming. I, Folks, I'm out of conspiracy theory. Somebody throw me a new one. Because so far I keep, I'm about 120% of the time correct. So far the mainstream media, zero. They have not been right on a single story since they started reporting. I mean, not since Obama revised the, uh, or allowed propaganda in the media in 2012. Ever since then, it's all just bullshit. But here you go. So uh, Trump Jr. took the stand again today. Yes, and his story and his. Uh, and it, now Congress is opening an inquiry into uh, the judge, Judge Ergen in oh no, New York. Congress is also opening an inquiry into the prosecutor yeah. because they just saw. Do you hold on? Do you, Do you know what she's worth? What do you guys saying? know what she's worth? What is she worth? Fifteen million dollars. How is that possible? When she only makes one hundred eight thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Yet she's worth $50 million. Where's she getting this money from? Does something sound fishy here? She's worth, what's her name? Uh, the black lady. Uh, Letitia no, James. Letitia James. She is worth, according to paper and everything written on paper, she is worth $15 million. She only makes $108,000 a year. And quite honestly, that's the low end for New York City well, residents and people being paid by the city of New York. No, I mean, she's no. a black female. So what do you want? No, because firefighters make more than she does. I know she's a black a firefighter. Female, so what do you want? A firefighter with five years on the job makes one hundred and fifteen thousand a year. Well, she sucks at her job. So anyway, um, just saying, I guess she made a lot of money banging rappers or blowing them. Whatever. Same difference. I mean, 13 years. 15 million, 15 million. You, you, you were a, you were a hefty whore. She might as well be like Kamal Harris. <laughs> In the witness stand once again in the civil fraud trial against his father, the Trump family, and their company. This time, he's acting as a witness for the defense. While being questioned by the plaintiffs two weeks ago, Trump's oldest son testified he never worked on his father's financial statements and left the accounting to others. The former president and his children deny any wrongdoing. For more on this, we want to bring in Graham Cates, who is outside the courthouse. Nice to see you, Graham. What points are the defense looking to get across? Nice to see you too, Meg. You know, throughout this trial, we've heard from the defense team that former President Donald Trump has an understanding of value in real estate that's superior to nearly everyone else. And that's what explains why his uh, his, his property valuations are- Pause that. No, no, let no, me, no, Let no. me, hold on, hold on, time out. Let me, let me, let me bring you guys to some this real reality because i'm not going to listen to this yeah, no, nerd who knows nothing about nothing. what he's talking about let me tell you something this is weird so 
I got a source. And granted, this is only one source reporting, so I haven't brought it up. I haven't even said I was going to talk about it, but I'll talk about it now because they brought it up. They brought the question in. I'm going to bring this up because I've got a source that told me Don Jr.'s testimony, preparation for court the first time. He called his dad, apparently, said, Dad, what do you want me to say? Dad said, tell the truth. Don Jr. went into court, told the truth when he was testifying for the plaintiff. The defense, he called, he said, hey, do you want my your lawyers to come over and get me ready for the case? Uh, Donald Trump said, no. Just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. All you have to do is tell the truth. If you tell the truth, nothing, there's nothing that I've done that's illegal. That is rare. A lot of times defense attorneys like to get you in a room and they want to sit you down and overload you with questions and freak you out, basically. And this was, no, just tell the truth. Because they are basing the case on a lie. If you go in there and just tell the truth, their case stands no ground. And the more and more we're, we're watching this, the more and more we're realizing there is... No guilty. There's no victim here. There was nobody that made out. There's nobody that made money. Everybody paid made back money. All the loans with interest. There was no injured party. There's 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 no victim. Where's the no crime? Victim. No victim. No crime. No woman. No crime. And then there's Bob the Marley said that election case that's going to Clarence Thomas. Oh, that's going to be ugly. Hmm. He's already said he's going to take it. Hmm. He's the next one in the shoot for it. If Clarence Thomas overturns the 2020 election. Uh, we're going to be in a world of hurt. That it is unprecedented. We're going to be in a world of hurt. But I already told you all what's going to happen. So we got to figure out how that one's going to happen. Because I'll tell you what, if Clarence Thomas undoes it. The military is the only option. They, no, the military isn't at this point. I'm sorry, you can't trust the military. You can't trust the FBI. You can't trust the CIA. You can't trust anybody. The only people you can trust are the American people. How do we do it? We stand up. We stop sitting on our laurels. We stop sitting, resting on our fucking heels. What are we doing? It's our country to lose. Our forefathers told us that. It's our country to lose. The only way you lose this country is if you don't stand up for it. Hmm. Looks like we're not standing up for it very well right now. Just saying. Well, they're finally maybe doing something in Congress. I doubt it. Because uh, I heard that they, someone in the chat said that that impeachment vote for Mayorkas just went through. Did it? Yeah. Uh, I heard they were trying to get it pushed through today. Yeah. So I, I didn't know it actually happened though. here is that mtg going off again just before the vote okay thank you mr speaker last congress and again on may 17th 2023 i introduced articles of impeachment against secretary alejandro mayorkas we have been waiting for regular order for six months and the committee of jurisdiction and congress has failed to act my articles of impeachment sit collecting dust with the others while Americans die every single day. 
The American people support impeachment. Members of Congress support impeachment. And even our esteemed majority whip, Tom Emmer, has endorsed this impeachment resolution. Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has aided and abetted the complete invasion of our country by deliberately flooding our nation with drugs, terrorists, and illegals from over 160 countries. How many more will he allow to invade our country? Rather than adhering to an oath he took to defend and secure our country and uphold the Constitution, Alejandro Nicolas Mayorkas has engaged in a pattern of conduct that is incompatible with the laws of the United States. Since assuming office, he has allowed approximately 10 million illegal border crossers to invade our country, 1.8 million of whom are known gotaways and have evaded U.S. authorities. Because of his open border policies, he's allowed more than 280 people on terrorist watch list. Okay, let's let's really start talking real numbers here, Marjorie. I love the fact that you like to quote the numbers that you can quote that actually stand up in a court of law. But let's quote the real numbers because Border Patrol tells a different story. Border Patrol says there's close to three million gotaways. Not not two million. They said it's closer to three million. Because every time that they got rounded up, stuck at the border, dealing with a massive migration crossing, there's a couple hundred thousand that just jump the fence and run across the border every day. Let's be real about what's really going on in our southern border. Our border patrol agents, you know, they're not allowed to work any overtime. Nope. Yeah. Unless they're called in, they're not allowed to work on any overtime. So let's be real about what's going on here because that's only half the story. You're not being completely transparent there, MTG. To be caught while not from Texas. Why the fuck are you talking about this? Why don't I have a Texan down there fucking talking about this, carrying on, kicking and screaming? Because that's who should be there. Not a Georgian. Georgian. Attempting to cross the border between ports of entry, as well as approximately 73,000 special interest aliens who are aliens from a nation that promotes terrorist activity, harbors terrorists, or poses a security threat to the United States. These numbers do not even account for the approximately 1.8 million known gotaways who are roaming the interior of our country. How many of them are terrorists? Just last fiscal year alone, CBP arrested almost 18,000 individuals with criminal convictions and over 110 MS-13 gang members. How many of the 1.8 million gotaways are gang members? Just last week, two constituents of mine were killed in a human smuggling pursuit caused by Secretary Mayorkas' open border policies. Jose and Isabel Larma's family will never get to see them again. His policies allow for approximately 300 Americans to die every single day from fentanyl poisoning. How many more days will this continue? His open border policies have allowed unaccompanied children to be exploited, and now 85,000 of them are completely missing. Tens and thousands, tens of thousands of illegal children have been forced into slave labor. 
Thousands of others are being recycled by predatory illegal border crossers who use these children to become fake family units so they can receive expedited release into the interior of our country. Secretary Americas has violated the law by directing DHS to mass parole illegal aliens into the U.S. when federal law specifically prohibits this. That promotes terrorist activity, harbors terrorists. I was trying to get the pause. My well, bad. We're done with her anyway. Anyway. We've heard all this bullshit. Hey, Shannon Bream. Shannon Bream did a thing on Sunday on Fox News. Y'all should go check it out. Dude, this fucking sicko. This 48-year-old fucking sicko with two 12-year-old females in the car. She did a whole thing about how he claimed to be their sponsor. He came, picked him up at the Border Patrol checkpoint. Picked him up, drove him away. A Texas DPS officer pulled him over because he was feeding. <laughs> and then he asked him what their names were, and he couldn't identify him. The children. So so tell me again. Yeah, there's a video out there. She's got it all. Tell me again how our country is not involved in child sex trafficking. Shannon Bream just, she's a Fox News correspondent. She proved it on Sunday morning. Yet you all are content thinking that eh, what's going on in the Southern, that's eh, normal. Okay. Hmm. You go, team. You know what time it is? It's about that time. It is. You want to get high? I do. I do, too. I worked up a little angry. I know. Fuck sticks and piss me off today. I know. All this retarded shit. We're, we're so fucking stupid. We're so smart, we're stupid. It's like, goddamn. You know, for the for the smartest motherfuckers in the world, we're the dumbest some bitches out there. Well, we'll get international here after our break. Red Pill Project, though, we must say goodbye for the evening. Because, Good evening. Uh, James Grubbig is coming, coming up, up next. next. So, um, if you want to stick out, stick around, jump over to the pill.net side. We're getting into more of this shit. To the Patriot Party podcast there or on Rumble or Odyssey or Cloud Hub. Wherever you listen, you just it. jump on over. We'll be here. Till then. Otherwise, uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning on the Patriot Party podcast channels for the good book at 8 a.m. She will. And then we'll be back tomorrow night at 545 or 6 p.m. for the Red Pill Project for the show. Yeah. So come check us out. But either way, right now, we're going to do our tribute. So if you want to come out and tribute, get over to the pill side and enjoy. Okay. Bye, Red Pill Project. Later. For the rest of you fuckers, if it's about that time, you know what time it is. You know it's that time. If you can smoke it and it's legal, do it. Even if it's illegal, I don't give a shit. Mm, we don't care. Because, Christ, by now it should be legal. So, remember the other day the guy came around to look at the roof? Yeah. Like, look at all the roofs in the neighborhood? Yeah. So I sent him a link to the show. Yeah. And he called me back today and he's like, I really like your podcast. <laughs> well, good. Another one down. There we go. Winning. Queening to the guy that does roofs, thank God. And actually, um, they're gonna help us pay our deductible, like forward us because uh, you get a bonus if you recommend someone in the neighborhood. 
So potentially they're going to basically forward us a bonus that they know that we're going to earn anyway so that we can pay the deductible. And then they're just going to put a roof on our, on our house for a thousand dollars. Hey, that's fine. I'm down with it. <laughs> I will. Cause you know, we need a new roof anyway. So this is really the time to do it before we try and sell this bitch. Yeah. As soon as we sell it, we're going to a place in the woods where I, I'm so tired of people. I just want to be in the middle of nowhere. Although I was told the mountains are a bad idea. Why? Because no stone shall be unturned. No man-made stone shall be unturned. No, no, not, no, no. That's not what I was told. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. Because shit's going off now, y'all. Like, and it's coming here soon. We got conspiracy. Conspiracy quandary coming up next. Well, what's going on in Iceland Reykjavik. and Italy and Italy? Well, I told you that was coming <laughs> for a hot minute. I know. Now it's just happening. Yep. And then, of course, protests around the world. So many people in the streets. It's not even oh, funny. No, no, no. Because I've got some. The Brits are done. The Brits are the, done. No the Spanish. The Brits are done. No, they chased them down. I've got video. I sent it to you. I know. I got it. Okay. I got it. They chased them down and beat the shit out of them. Fuck, fuck yeah, Brits. That's what I, Craig, tell your people yes. Fuck yeah. Keep going. I'm waiting for that to start happening here in America. I'm waiting for the next motherfucker that climbs up the light pole to rip off the fucking American flag. That ass, ass clown gets his fucking, his ass monkey stomped into the concrete. Because, look, you can do a lot of shit in our country. You can put your flags up with ours. But the second you start tearing ours down and throwing them on the ground, you should get your ass monkey stopped in the fucking ground. I don't give a shit who you are. You're here at our goodwill. Not at yours. Remember that. Because we could turn around, turn our sides on you just as quick, bitches, and we will. That time's coming. If you keep pushing, if you Palestinians keep pushing, we will turn our sights on you, and that'll be it. LG, are you watching the episode where he uh, he talks about the Jubilee, where he reads the, she's watching the Chosen season three. That's the one I watched at. Remember you asked me why was I watching it, and I stopped at that episode because that was where I, I was like, that was why I was watching it to get to that point where he's uh he's asked to read the original scrolls and uh, and he stops after talking about the jubilee and they said why do you stop and he says because vengeance is in the future and that's the that's the time we're in now that's where we're at so yeah well i'm supposed to be that marker so well go figure hmm. anyway moving right along Hmm. talking about socialism ah. and the movements there within because there's quite a bit oh yeah and they've all forgotten it's like we could we could take them all back to school and learn it all over again for them but it wouldn't do any difference because they still wouldn't learn because even when you go out there and tell these people hey you're wrong about this you know that right you know, if you go talk to these people and you tell them that maybe if Palestine released the, the hostages, they would stop bombing them. 
and they say there are hostages. Where are the hostages? Oh, oh yeah, dumbass. Hostages. There, there are hostages. They took two hundred thirty-nine Israeli hostages, or Israeli and American hostages, and Palestinian hostages, and so many other ethnic. They, they took everybody. They didn't give a fuck. Good night, Leo. All right. Uh, Later, Leo. This is going on in Madrid. We have friends in Madrid, or I do anyway. That's a lot of fucking people. It is. They are standing up against socialism. So freedom is going on somewhere in the world. Which, you know... That's a scary thought. I kind of expected, honestly, I kind of expected something to go off in Spain. Because I don't know if you guys recently saw all the stories about the princess, Lenora. Yeah. You know, everybody loves Lenora. She just turned 18. They yep. made a big deal about her birthday. Yep. And about the, here the, soon, she's going to be the queen. The queen, the excellent relationship yep. she has with her father. Yep. And they're doing all these pretty puff pieces about her. Here's why. She's a, She's like a huge Republican, too. She is a huge, like, Donald Trump-supporting Republican type. She's all about freedom. And uh, they are... There was one of Tucker. There it is. That's the one I was... On the streets of Madrid. Yeah, I sent that to you Mm -hmm. as well. Because I was like, when I heard that, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And uh, it's it's a good point they bring up here. This was obviously after the UFC fights. You've been with uh, Donald Trump the last days. Now you're here in Spain meeting Spanish leaders. Uh, How is the world seeing these uh, weird uh, events that is happening in Spain, this violation to our democracy? Well, the world isn't seeing it enough, and that's why we wanted to come, because it's not getting the coverage it deserves. I mean, anybody who would violate your constitution, potentially use physical violence, to end democracy is a, is a tyrant, is a dictator. And this is happening in the middle of Europe. So uh, we thought it deserved more coverage than it's getting. But is the world actually seeing the, the, how um, important is what is happening here? No, no, the world is not seeing how important it is. Um, but we hope to change that. What, when was the last time that you all heard about Spain? Uh, when was again, the last except time? for the puff pieces about the princess, I haven't. When, when was the last time that you heard that the people in Spain were rising up? Matter of fact, when was the last time you heard in the world anybody was rising up against their governments? I mean, in for instance, in Europe? here here in in England, I just heard about this today. This happened yesterday. The only reason I found out about it today is because we have English listeners who send this shit to us. Look at this. They chased these motherfuckers down and beat the shit out of them. Thank you, Britain. Yeah! Get up! 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 Get up
Look, look, you don't go into a fucking country that perfected the fucking soccer riot and try and start a riot in the streets with those people because they're going to fuck you up. That's, that's very true. And that's what you, you know what, Craig? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Britain. Now, hey, America, do you see that? Do you see what they just did? Next time there's a fucking Palestinian march, I better see a bunch of soccer, soccer rioters out there beating the shit out of people. Just fucking kicking the shit out of them. Upside down, left, right, and sideways. And you better bring a bunch of American flags. Why? Because I don't want to see the fighting at all. I just want to see the American flags waving while people with Palestinian flags are getting the shit kicked out of them. I have no idea why we're putting up with this. We've been putting up with this for far too long. It's about time we get back to America. We take care of America. We keep taking care of every other country out there and nobody takes care of our own. How about we take care of our own for once? How about for one year, we say, you know what? Fuck every other needy cause. We get it. You guys got problems. But for once, we're just going to take care of our own. Babe, we're not even a country anymore. Remember when um, Biden signed us over to the, no, 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 to the North American treaty? We're we're not even a corporation. Yeah, we're We're literally. Slave state. Mm Mm-hmm. A bitch slave state. Here and and here's here's Klaus oh. Schwab to tell you all about <laughs> He's it. He's going to tell us about it. Mm-hmm. No, that's even better because he already knows about it. In this new world, we have to une transparence, et je dirais même une transparence totale. Tout va être transparent. Et il faut s'habituer, il faut se comporter ainsi. Ça devient, comment dirais-je, intégré dans votre personnalité, mais si on n'a rien à cacher, il ne faut pas avoir peur. Could you guys hear that? I'm not sure if you could because of this volume. Let me do this again. Let's let's let me read to you what Klaus Schwab said in French here. In this new world, we must accept transparency. As and I'll even say total transparency. Everything is going to be transparent, and you have to get used to it at first. You have to behave accordingly. It becomes how should I put it integrated into your personality. But if you have nothing to hide, you shouldn't be afraid. Huh. If you have nothing to hide, you shouldn't be afraid. That That's actually, you know, that sounds very similar to what I was talking about yesterday about how, what it's like to live with a living lie detector. You just get to the point where you just tell the truth all the time, but it gets you in trouble a lot. It's kind of what Klaus Schwab is saying. Except I don't think he wants you to tell the truth. Yet you and the kids still trying to lie to me. It's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't work. It never does. You all get caught. I don't understand. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Just say, yeah, dad, we broke it. Okay, sweet. Well, here, another thing I got to fix. Here's what they're talking about at the World Economic Forum. And this one's in English. Look at this guy. He's got his hands already scratching his forehead. That's That's also, of course, true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbor is on our street and our city in our region, in our nation, and globally, 
did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. So highlighting water as a global commons and what it means to work together and see it both out of that kind of global commons perspective, but also the self-interest perspective, because it is it does have that parallel. It's not only important, but it's also important because we haven't managed <laughs> to solve those problems, with, which had similar attributes. And water is something that people understand. You know, climate change is a bit abstract. Some people understand it really well. Some understand it a bit. Some just don't understand it. Water, every kid knows how important it is to have water. When you're playing football and you're thirsty, you need water. So there's also something about really getting citizen engagement around this and really in some ways experimenting with this notion of the common good. Can we actually deliver this time in ways that we have failed miserably other times? And hopefully we won't keep failing on the other things, but anyway. Huh. Hey, you notice this? I, you know, I just realized something. They're going to create a water no, crisis. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Listen, I, I just realized something. This is weird. So remember, I used to tell you that Political playbook is pretty much the DNC's one-stop shop for orders. They go there, they get their orders first thing in the morning because it comes out at 5.50 in the morning. And they can hear the compressed version that I used to listen to that's about five minutes long. Or they can listen to the long version, which is about an hour long. Long story short, whether you listen to the compressed version or the long version, I realized that it's pretty much the same stories. They just stop saying a lot of the bullshit that you really just don't need to hear. You just need to hear the headline. And um, once the marching orders are out there, you, you realize, oh, okay, that's how Democrats get, because then you watch the party react to what the marching orders are in the morning. Do they follow them? Yeah, they follow them in Congress. They follow them in the Senate. They follow them when joint houses are together. They follow them even in big speeches. So then you realize, oh, shit, that is the playbook. Okay. Then I, I started asking questions about these WEF, IMF, IMEF, and all these other meetings that have been going on around the world. Because when you look at it, they come up with these kind of radical ideas, these things, right? But then if you go back and you watch Playbook or you watch any other no news organization around the same time, they echo the same conversation that is talked about at these WEF meetings, like for instance, this crazy shit she was just talking about. It's been on political playbook before. That's how I know. So political playbook gets their marching orders from the WEF. Duh. And the world, everything. They, holy shit. Well, okay. Craziness. Duh. Craziness. Here, this is Lana played this one this morning, but I'll, I know I'll this, love is, it. this is great. This is really good because what are we going to tell your kids? What do you around. have you more like what you, we're going to tell our grandkids because our kids are living it with us and they understand what's going on. But do y'all ever think about what we're going to tell our kids about what being a parent was like when they were kids? Because if you say it out loud, it's like, wow, this shit's actually pretty crazy. Like, listen, kids, the government 
was out of control. They had literally poisoned everything and they were sending all of our money to other countries. So we were like, oh my God, we can't pay their bills. And they were like, oh my God, but these countries over here need your money. So anyway, the food was poisoned, the water was poisoned. So we had to like start buying food from local farmers and we didn't really eat a lot of fruits and vegetables just because the quality was so bad because you know, the government poisoned everything. What was even crazier is the medical industry was basically the mafia and they were like the number one killer of people in America, but we couldn't say anything about it because like I said, they were like literally the mafia. So anyways, we did a lot of things to make sure you guys could keep your fertility as you got older. So uh, yeah, that's uh, why we're farmers. Any questions? <laughs> yeah, so that's why we're farmers. <laughs> Exactly. So I, I, I had somebody arguing with me the, the, today. They were like, hey, what about this uh, fresh, this, uh, there's this, I, I guess this mail away, whatever fresh market thing you get. Hello where fresh. It, yeah. It, it sends you all the ingredients for what and what food you're going to make. I was like, yeah, oh, it sounds great. I said, but hey, where does the food come from? He goes, what do you mean? I mean, does it come from a bioregenerative farm? Does it come from a farm in which everything there is grown for the animals and pretty much the people that live on the farm and that's it? Or does it come from one of those farms where they mass produce the animals through genetic harvesting? And does it go through all sorts of bio biometric testing? And does it get injected with all these? What are you talking about injected? I was like, oh yeah, they injected me even after it's dead with more shit than what your body is supposed to intake on any given day. To make it look pretty. That's it. That's it. Just so you buy it in the store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the shit you buy off the shelf. And he's like, well, I don't know. HelloFresh just goes to the local. Yes, the local supermarket. Gotcha. So the local Kroger or Publix or uh, whatever you have close to you, whatever you call it, those they're all chains. You know that, right? Kroger. Well, I'm sure they don't just, get it from the get they, they don't get it from the local grocery store. They get it from like U.S. Foods. Or yes, even worse. Exactly, because that's got less restrictions on it. Mm -hmm. Highly processed. Um, but you know, they were talking in the WF meeting there um, about how they failed to vaccinate the whole world. Well, thank God for that. Marjorie Taylor Greene, and this is this is funny because Marjorie Taylor Greene put out this. You know, she is she is. She is the definition of clickbait, right? Everything she does, she does for clickbait. However, I believe it. Mm -hmm. And so she she promoted this big COVID vaccine hearing that she's hosting, that she hosted today. And she called out, she said, Colonel Teresa Long was coming. Well, first off, and Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long reposted this and said, I won't be there. I was asked to come to a congressional hearing, not a dog and pony show. And by the way, I'm a lieutenant colonel, not a colonel. And she was, and she's like, they they won't pay for my travel or anything like that. And you know, she got she's been kicked out of the military. She can't afford to travel up there. So um, yeah, so she wasn't there. However, they did roll out some other very legitimate doctors, um, and this one was. Uh, worth a lesson.
scary as fuck. Um, Dr. Biss, I'd like to talk with you for a few minutes. Um, uh, reading your resume here, and it's quite impressive. Uh, you're a certified OBGYN. Uh, you serve on many committees, uh, even being chairman of the OBGYN department. And you're here on, on your own, out of your own capacity. Uh, you've been involved with about 8,000 pregnancies. That's, that's a lot of babies. That's a lot of women. Um, so I'm, I'm very impressed with your expertise. I want to talk to you a little bit. Um, I've read so many reports and heard so many women uh, that were vaccinated talk about issues they had uh, with menstrual cycles, pregnancies. Um, so I just have a few questions about this. How many of your patients did you see have increases in menstrual cycles, menstrual hemorrhages, um, uh, all kinds of issues after receiving the COVID-19 vaccine? Uh, and were there clear changes for them? Yeah, I don't have data for that. I wasn't tabulating that. Um, Dr. James Thorpe has published uh, many. I have a little data. And that's data from mm -hmm. the VARES, yes. Um, Dr. Thorpe has published several articles in the last few years showing that there were definitely changes in women's menstrual cycles and also in postmenopausal patients. Um, so those are women that have gone through the menopause and started bleeding for no structural reason, uh, no tumors and whatnot. Uh, what was of grave concern too in these reproductive age women is a lot of them were having what's called passing a decidual cast which is where normally a menstrual period will last five or six days. Imagine if you have your five or six day menstrual period all combined into an hour where your entire lining of your uterine cavity is shed all at once. It's very painful, it causes hemorrhaging. Prior to the injections, I don't call them vaccines, uh, there were 40 case reports of this event in our literature. Dr. Thorpe published almost 300 women that this had happened to. And what's really of concern is not all of those women were vaccinated, but they had been around other people who had been vaccinated. So isn't that interesting? So yes, I've seen in my practice an increase. I've had to do surgery on patients that we just couldn't manage their bleeding, you know, with the traditional hormonal methods and whatnot. And I've had to do hysterectomies on some of those patients as well. That is so sad. Mm -hmm. You mentioned menopause. Uh, of course, we know menopause comes later in life for women. Were these women, what age women were experiencing menopause after receiving the vaccines? So, I mean, it very as far as experienced bleeding in the menopause or went through menopause. The normal age of menopause is in the early 50s. The age range that's considered normal is anywhere between 45 and 55. There were some women um, who received these injections and went through what's called premature ovarian failure, which is early menopause. Usually that's classified prior to the age of 40. Jeez. Um, a woman from France contacted me. She was a secretary in a gynecology office, and she said it was interesting to them because they had been tracking this, and it depended on where in the menstrual cycle the woman was when she received the injections and if she was in the post-ovulatory phase and received the injections, those women were more likely to develop amenorrhea, which is lack of menses or going to premature ovarian failure. 
if they had received them early in the menstrual cycle, they were the ones that had the abnormal bleeding, you know, the change in their bleeding pattern. So that was pretty interesting. They had a small case, mm. you know, cohort of patients, but I found that a little interesting. How many of your patients or, or pregnant women that you know of uh, experienced miscarriages after taking the COVID-19 vaccines or injections? Yeah. So a lot of that was hard to, I will tell you that I looked at my pregnancy population in the fall of last year, everybody that was pregnant in our practice and our vaccination rate in that patient population was about 60%. That's pretty commensurate with Florida because last I checked in the CDC site, the vaccination rate in Florida overall was about 65 to 70%. Most of our pregnant patients received three injections. Very few received four or more. And what's concerning is the majority of the patients received their injections in 2021 and early 2022. Mm -hmm. However, we're still seeing lingering effects. Um, I have a great substack that Jessica Rose published in November of 2022, which shows my data in pictorial form that's pretty right there behind you. So I went back to January of 2020, and this data went up to the beginning of November of 2022. I will tell you in 2020, we had very many newly registered obstetric patients, which is what the blue bars represent. Those are first trimester newly pregnant patients. We had the most deliveries we've had, and probably wink, wink, that was due to the lockdowns. Um, we did also have what was considered the normal pregnancy loss rate. Now, what's quoted in my obstetric textbook and in some articles is that a normal miscarriage rate is 13 to 15%. I've never seen that clinically. There was a study that came out in 2020 by a gentleman named Naert, N-A-E-R-T, et al., that showed the actual miscarriage rate in the first trimester is 5 to 6%. And even that's a little high from what I've seen. My average miscarriage rate in 2020, month to month, was 4%. That was normal. I had done a video where I wrongly said uh, that my miscarriage rate had increased by 50% because I was put on the spot and I didn't have my dad in front of me. I was wrong. My miscarriage rate from year to year went up 100%. In 2021, the average miscarriage rate month to month was 7 to 8%. We peaked in November of that year for some reason. That's actually when a non-clinical staff member came up to me and said, Dr. Biss, do you realize we've had eight miscarriages this month? Which in a practice that delivers 20 to 25 patients, that's a huge number. Mm. In 2022, the average month-to-month -month rate was 15%. Now, that was up till November. I will tell you in December, I've never seen this before. We had 41 newly registered patients. 13 of them lost their babies, so that's 25% right there. And then in January and February of 2023, it still remained high. Didn't normalize until June of this year, then went up a little bit and came down in September. So... We're still seeing effects. You asked how many patients had the vaccine and then lost their babies. That's hard to determine. I mean, I can tell you 60% of my patients got vaccinated, 
But the problem is if they're brand new to the practice, I haven't seen them yet because I'm the only person in my practice that asks every patient, have you gotten a vaccine? How many? Which brand? When? Have you had COVID? How many times? Because whether we like it or not, mm -hmm. that's part of your medical history now. I'm the only one that asks those questions. So the problem is if a woman miscarries and you ask them, well, did you get an injection? You may come across accusatory to that person. So that's information. You don't want to ever make a woman feel like she caused her baby to not yeah. be born. So it's hard to get the exact data in all those patients. Of course. Mm -hmm. Do you find a correlation uh, with miscarriages and certain vaccine, certain vaccines, whether it's Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, the majority of our patients got Pfizer. Mm -hmm. um, the majority was Pfizer. I don't have that breakdown mm -hmm. as far as the percentage. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Her miscarriage rate went up from 4% to 25%. 25% of her patients miscarried in one month. But let's vaccinate the whole world because that's a great idea. According to who? According to the WEF. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. You know. Yet, of course. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. So... Here's some craziness for you. This is just weird. Seriously. This is actually it kind of proves the flat earth model, but anyway, go for it. It's just weird. <laughs> this is in Florida. What the fuck is up with the line in the sky? What? What? I. I I have nothing. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, you know what this looks like right here? Mm -hmm. An eye. Yeah, it looks like a reflection of water. Think, look at it. Yeah, okay. It looks like water. <laughs> Doesn't it? Weird, weirdness, weirdness, but it's okay. I mean, I were told it was going to get really weird. So here. Shit like we've never seen before. Oh no, I was just told the other day, Gabriel just told me that it was going to get really weird. Like he, he's used those words. He said, it's about to get really weird. And I was like, it's not already been weird. No, no, it's about to get really weird. I'm afraid to see what we're about I, to see. Oh, don't be afraid. Do not fear. Do not panic. Uh, don't I'm, run away. You'll be asleep anyway. But yeah, I'm not go. worried about it. I want to take you out to another big international story that we have been following over the last several days. Take a look at some of this video right here. Residents of a fishing town in southwestern Iceland, their homes this weekend, they've had to leave after increasing concern about a potential volcanic eruption caused civil defense authorities to declare a state of emergency.
Police evacuated Grindavik after recent seismic activity indicated a corridor of magma or semi-molten rock now extending under that community. Again, this is just some of the video as Iceland's famed Blue Lagoon experienced at least 1,400 earthquakes in a total of 24 hours on Thursday. I had to read that a few times to make sure that I got that number right, but that is real here. So Jan Hasbrook is from the West. 1400 earthquakes in a day in a day in 24 hours and they're about to have a volcano <laughs> they can join italy uh, mount edna erupt oh no way edna erupted again yesterday no shit edna erupted again at the uh, same time that this is going down in Iceland, or the day after? The day after. Wow. The ring of fire really is. Oh, yeah. That ain't good. No, that, that, that's... That. That's really That's a bad. double decker right there. Yeah. You know, the last time that happened, uh, what was the uh, town that was underneath it? What, Vesuvius? Yeah. That one? Yeah. Um, Edna's Vesuvius. All Edna is is Vesuvius. Okay. Well, you know. And then, of course, <sighs> Jerusalem is about to be surrounded by armies. On all parts of the sea. Isn't that a prophecy? Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Well, here we go. And then, oh, oh, yeah. And then there's the other one about um, no no stone shall be left unturned, unturned in, in Damascus. Damascus. Yes. That's coming too. Yeah. We hit that. And then striking back with deadly force, the U.S. launching new airstrikes on Iranian-backed forces in Syria. The operation escalating fears of a wider Mideast conflict. Good morning, I'm Dana Perino. Bill is off today. Hi to you, Mike. Hello, Dana. Pleasure working with you. I'm Mike Emanuel. This is America's Newsroom. Sources tell Fox News one of the American strikes killed at least half a dozen Iranian-backed fighters. It comes in response to a flurry of attacks against American troops throughout the region. Those attacks coinciding with Israel's war on Hamas. Israel continues to hunt the terrorists in Gaza while also fending off strikes from its northern border in Lebanon. And that is where the Iranian-backed terrorists of Hezbollah have become increasingly active. Team Fox coverage with analysis from General Jack Keane, but we begin with Alex Hogan. She is live from northern Israel, where fighting is on the rise. Hello, Alex. Mike and Dana, major escalation here in the northern part of Israel. The sound of artillery and drones is constant. We can actually hear some uh, machine gun fire far in the distance. And it was yesterday, Sunday. This was the most active day of fighting that we have seen since the beginning of the war. 21 people wounded, including soldiers and civilians. Frequency of our attacks and retaliation has uh, increased in the past few days. We're with the Israeli military in northern Israel. This was just a field with crops. Now it is being used as an IDF base targeting Hezbollah sites 
On the other side of the hill behind me, that is Lebanon, where Hezbollah says it will continue to ramp up efforts, putting pressure on Israel using new ammunition, new weapons. The IDF here says it is ready to respond in the event of any continued strikes. As long as they keep quiet on the other side, we will keep quiet here. With Hezbollah's use of advanced long-range missiles hitting further and further into northern Israel, the IDF's fortified this border with its largest military presence here in nearly two decades. Now, looking south, Israeli forces today have reached the gates of Gaza's main hospital. The IDF says that this area, because of the underground tunnels, is a Hamas stronghold, and it's key to their goal of taking control of northern Gaza. But the World Health Organization warns that the major hospital there, the Al-Shifa Hospital, has been without electricity or water for three days. That means no power for incubators. And workers there say in the last three days, 32 patients have died, including three NICU babies. The Israeli government says that it is attempting to help rescue some of those babies and bring them out, help that the hospital there denies is happening. Mike, Dana. Alex, Ho Alex Hogan starting us off live in northern Israel. Alex, many thanks. Dana. Yeah, well, I've heard the other side of that, too, is, ma'am, not exactly the truth uh, that, yeah, no, Israel has tried to help and Hamas has said no. Oh, and I also have Hamas stealing food and all sorts of other shit from Palestinian civilians that they need it more than Hamas does, but Hamas said, no, fuck you, watch this. We've got the guns, we're going to take it from you. That's what happens in these countries, folks. No, no. This is it. Right here. Just right here. Right here. This is all of our Eid They were so confident that all of the aid that we were sending was going directly to the Palestinians and the Hamas terrorists were not getting any part of it. Nope. Look, we're taking there. Oh, right there. Yeah. It's just, it's, and we knew that was going to happen. Yep. We gonna knew have that was going to happen. Going to have that. Yep. And that then. was just more video of Reykjavik. Yeah. And then we, you really just destroyed CBS today, huh? You were really going after what's your ex with CBS? I got tired of Fox news all the time. Okay. Good. Okay. Hey, I, I support it. I decided to go a different route. All right. Sweet. Go liberal. I like it. You know, cause I like to call them out for their bullshit and stop them halfway through and talk about their bullshit. Defense Department has revealed the names of the five U.S. soldiers killed in a helicopter crash in the Mediterranean Sea on Friday. Two chief warrant officers, a staff sergeant, and two sergeants died in the accident. All five men were members of the U.S. Army Special Operations Forces. U.S. officials say the crash occurred off the coast of Cyprus during routine flight training. They say the MH-60 Blackhawk helicopter experienced a, quote, in-flight emergency while conducting a refueling mission. The crash is still under investigation. CBS News senior White House and political correspondent Ed O'Keefe joins us now. Ed, great to see you. Yeah, you want to know what happened? That. Jab injury? Nope. What happened? Uh, no, that this happens actually quite more frequently than you care to hear about.
unfortunately it does happen though the way the navy drags their refueling booms for helicopters per the air force is a lot different they do it at a different speed our helicopters take a little bit more army helicopters take a little bit more oomph to get up to them and when they do it's kind of tough to power off of them you got to pull back on the collective to power off of the rotors and when you do that you kind of get a dip and yaw in the front of the rotor blades and the rotor blades hit the refueling line which causes a spark which if you know anything about helicopters there's nothing but static electricity underneath them which causes a great big fireball which results in a helicopter going directly into the ground mm. need i say more it has been an issue that the navy and the army have been fighting about for years trying to figure out how we make this easier it's happened before. That's why I know that. It's not the first time I've ever heard that before. Craziness, but we're still dealing with it. But we don't do enough cross-training between the services to fix it. Because there probably is a very simple way to fix it. And the sad part is, is there's not a, enough cross-training between the Navy and the Army to figure it out. The question is... Or the Air Force and the Navy. What's even really real? Well, there isn't. I don't think there's anything real. Because look at this guy. You've seen this guy everywhere. Unless he's just a, you know, a clone. Yeah. Maybe he uh, donated a bunch of sperm to, a, a, you know, make some money and there we go. Yeah. He's a war correspondent. He's a received corpse. He's a resilient patient. Revived corpse. Revived corpse, sorry. Mm -hmm. A foster father, a blood donor. An American idol. A freedom fighter. Yeah, radiological tech. A tour guide. <laughs> yeah. This is where you've seen this guy. What's real? What is real? Or how many of this, how many doppelgangers do you actually have? Actually, I, mm, I just saw one, like... A good friend of mine, like I went to this dude's house. I told him, I was like, yes, you told me I, that. I told you that. Yeah. It was scary. I was like, dude, I swear to God, I would tell you that you were his twin. And there's a lady that owns um, a all natural soap store downtown. Yeah. That apparently I, I look ex like she and I look exactly like I get mistaken for all the time. I used to get mistaken for her all the time. Wow. So who knows? And this then, is what's coming for the end of the week, though, folks. This is the one we've got to hang our hats on. Here's my birthday present. V-Lynn's birthday. Oh, yeah, it's V-Lynn's birthday on Friday, folks. On Friday. November 17th. You know what I'm going to do on Friday? You know what we're going to do on Friday? What are we doing? Mushrooms. Fuck yeah. That's what I want to do for my birthday. We're going to do some mushrooms. We're going to hang out Ooh. around the house and, like, walk around outside and do mushrooms. Oh, we're going to do mushrooms in the daytime. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do daytime mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 for my birthday. No, it won't be as much fun. After the show. No, I'm not going to be on the floor again, breaking microphones and <laughs> talking to dinosaurs. <sighs> oh, no. It might be the last time we get to do Because I was thinking about, you know, like, I was like, oh, we should start putting the fence in on Friday. And then I was like, it's my birthday. Fuck that. No. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. 
uh, Wix, it's, if you want to come over on Friday and do mushrooms with us for my birthday, you're more than welcome. You are more than welcome to name the more the merrier. Yep. I always have more fun when there's more people. Yes. And bring your hubby along. He'll have fun too. Yep. Absolutely. We'll all have a good time. Absolutely. Yep. It'll while, be a blast. While the world ends, while the government shuts down. Because you know what I do when, for whatever reason, I get this wild hair up my ass to watch old comedy skits. When I'm fucking tripping balls. Heather got us on that. It was the new ones though. She had us watching Brett Kreischer. Yes. And, and it was oh my God, fucking it was the fucking hysterical. funniest thing ever. And we're going to, we're going to yes, do that LG, again. You can bring the dogs. Of Absolutely. course you can bring the dogs. You know, our dogs love all dogs. We're going to get fucking they love making baked out of friends. our heads. Trust me. Yes. It's not a big deal. Yes. Bring the dogs. Yes. Dude, we're going to have a great Friday this Friday. Mm -hmm. When we get on the show, we might still be high. Yeah, Friday is going to be a fun show. Sweet, sweet action. We might do a movie Friday. Okay. Well, y'all are freaking out about this. Yeah, we might do a movie on Friday. We'll do something fun like Dazed and Confused. Yeah, that'd be awesome because we can put Wix and Gerby in here and watch it all together. Oh, shit. All right. Your trusty federal government is set to shut down by midnight Friday unless a funding deal is reached. And House Speaker Mike Johnson has come out with a new plan to keep federal offices open. The bill includes two separate extensions to keep the government running. And our Nicole Killian is following it all from Capitol Hill. Nicole, good morning to you. Is the Speaker's new plan something that can actually pass and in time? Well, Tony, we'll have to see. This is a different approach that Speaker Johnson is taking. Rather than extend government funding as a whole, he wants to do it in two phases through early next year. But it's already getting some pushback here on Capitol Hill. I'm not going to comment on that yet. In a conference call this weekend with House Republicans, newly minted Speaker Mike Johnson proposed a two-step solution to temporarily extend government funding through a continuing resolution, or CR. The first extension would go through January 19, 2024, and include funding for agencies like transportation, housing, agriculture, and energy, while other departments like defense, homeland security, and state would remain funded through February 2nd. There's nothing magical or, or mysterious about it. It would just be effectively two phases. The so-called laddered approach is designed to buy House Republicans more time to pass longer-term spending bills and does not include emergency aid requested by the White House for Israel, Ukraine, or the border, which would be considered separately. There's no choice here. I mean, the, the world is on fire from where I sit. Uh, it is too, uh, you know, urgent. Uh, we can't sit back and do nothing. But other GOP lawmakers say they're a hard no, arguing the stopgap measure continues the status quo. The White House called it an unserious proposal, though some congressional Democrats aren't closing the door. I don't like this laddered CR approach. It looks gimmicky to me, but I'm open to what the House is talking about. The priority has to be um, keeping the government open. The Senate is working on its own temporary spending bill. If they can't reach agreement with the House by Friday and the government shuts down, thousands of federal workers would be furloughed, while TSA workers and military troops would have to keep working without pay. Nate? Nicole, thank you. Your trusty federal government. How does that happen? Everybody asks every year when this comes up. Fuck, now it's like every six weeks. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not going to answer anymore because I'm tired of it, but uh, this is shit we could solve pretty quick mm -hmm. yeah. if we 
cut some funding in a whole lot of places. And a lot of you probably won't be happy with about it because it might cut into your um, Social Security. It might cut into your Medicaid, Medicare, might get rid of Medicare and Medicaid. Mm -hmm. And you all might live on it. Mm -hmm. What are you willing to deal with less, I guess, is the question. Because literally, if we go under, um, we're so fucked. What military is going to stand up for us? You hear Moody's downgraded us again to a negative credit rating. Yeah. 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 And no one's buying our debt. They're no. selling it. They're selling it. They're selling it off fast. As quick as they can. Yeah. No one's picking it up. So, anyway. Um, Don't worry. We're not crazy because this shit just happened. This is, all right. 15 nice seconds. We can do this. Yeah, we can. So this lady actually just won Gospel Singer of the Year. And she just really, let it happen. Well, it, but it doesn't really give the backstory. So she was really excited about it. And she has apparently a tradition well before she won gospel singer of the year that she would always serenade whatever plane she was on. Okay. And then this happened. But they're enjoying it. So while we're sitting here, can I please? I'm not enjoying it. So I'm asking you, can you be quiet? Okay. Well, that's, a yes, that that's a yes or no uh, answer, please. Am I going to go to jail if I don't? Can you please answer my question? Are you willing and able to be quiet right now? I'm doing what the Lord is telling me to do. I'm asking you a question, yes or no. I'm your flight leader. I need you to follow my instructions. Okay. My instructions for you to answer my question. Are you able to be quiet? What right do you guys now? think? I'm asking you, ma'am. I'm asking you guys. What do you guys okay. think? Okay. If you're not able to, be, to follow my instructions, yeah. you will not be taking this flight. Ah, uh, okay. Are so you able to be asking. quiet? If that's the case, then that's fine. If you were the so person yes. in charge of it, I'm your flight leader, yes. If you're the person in charge okay. of it all, then that's okay. fine. All right. Thank all right. you. So I'll sing it on the low for y'all in the back, if that's okay. All right. So the song is called We Can't Forget Them. All right. And you can download it. Wow. Hmm. You tell me. What's wrong with our country? Where have we gotten to that that's happening? If she was singing uh, Wet Ass Pussy, you think the flight attendant would have told her to shut the fuck up? Probably not. But now she's singing a gospel song called We Can't Forget Him. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> where, where are we going, folks? Where are we going? I think we're done, though. We are done. So uh, either way, folks, uh, we'll be back. She'll be back tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. At eight o'clock for the good book. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna in. we're gonna finish the books of Moses this week. Mm. Yeah, I I looked at it. We're gonna finish Deuteronomy this week. So, mm. and I'm caught and up on producing podcasts. So, like, I've got one more to drop. I have yesterday's to drop. Like, and the good book wants to compile, but then tonight I'll be processing this one, so it'll go out tomorrow. Uh, there you go. Look at that. Look at that. I got some shit done today. So either, see, it's not bad when you sit in front of a computer for a hot minute. It just sucks that you have to do it. <laughs> either way, we'll, uh, you can check out 
the lovely Liana Wilbert mm-hmm. over on Pilled and Rumble at 9.05 for her show. And her show will take you directly to 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 4 o'clock if you're lucky, 5 o'clock if you're not lucky. And um, if you, you're not into that, 11.30 Vince comes on morning coffee. And after that, 5.45, we're back. Uh, for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Till then, for the Mick and Lynn. we will see you later, fuckers. Have a great night. Thanks for watching. Peace.